Are. <laughs> what a way to start. Where's our dank nugs? <laughs> um, oh, heaven. Dude, come on. You want to show that? You want to? I don't know anything about this, oh, but th sure. There's, Thank you so much, Vanna. Hey, it's Craig. It. It's Colette. We're back. This is candy. It's candy. But let's talk about, um, let's talk about cannabis real quick. It smells like chocolate, not like weed. I know it doesn't. Smell this though. Okay. Um, so she, you talked, she, she talked, <laughs> she talked about um, your cannabis use at 17. Mm -hmm. Was that all just flour growing yeah. up? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, my brother and his friends used to try to make edibles. So they would make oh. weed brownies or this one time they made these blueberry muffins from a box. They were disgusting. <laughs> oh, cheap, like. They were so <laughs> disgusting. But we were on a road trip from Pennsylvania down to South Carolina, my brother and his best friend and I, and I ate one of these things and I fell asleep in the in the back and I don't even know how long I was asleep yeah. for. And I remember like literally just like sitting up in the like in the dead center and my hair was just like humongous and massive. And my brother was like, you have been out for hours. So yeah, we, we dabbled with some dabbled. homemade edibles. But it was just, and you couldn't even pick kind of the weed? It was just weed. Oh no, there was no picking. They, yeah, you just, just got what you got. I don't know. Yeah. I've no, never no, no. done illegal no. weed activity. And it activity. came in like one of those sandwich baggies that didn't have a, it was like a fold over sandwich baggie and it was just usually like just along the line of the bottom and it yeah. usually looked like actual oregano. Like it was just like shake. It wasn't actually bud. Like I remember when we first started getting our hands on fold nugs, like we were like, oh snap, we got them <laughs> nugs up in here. Like it was such a big deal when you could find nugs. Like it was always just like powder basically or it just, I mean, it was probably fake. But I mean, the yeah. bless. This is, this is why it's fun to have oh my gosh. our cannabis, you know, what would we call What would you call it? I them? don't know what you could, because I started this. Cannabis. I'm not really a cannabis connoisseur though. I, maybe I am. I'm a just more of a tender? cannabis snob. No, but that's good because... I started with mints and then I got like a vape pen and then uh, edibles. I mean, now you can literally, if you go to any dispensary, especially in California, all the flowers in the back. Mm -hmm. So there's, I would say what, 80% of these stores are, are not flour. I mean, just with, um, with the yeah, shelf space. There's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of other products beyond flour, but I think that we're seeing a shift in the industry going back towards um, yeah. a little bit more emphasis on flour now. Well, I've made that shift. So <laughs> let's talk about this. <laughs> In August, I bought this pen, mm. which, do you actually know was it, what it does? It's a vaporizer, so it's an oven in there. It's and enough. so it, it heats the weed instead of lighting it or combusting it with fire, like a match or a lighter. So it heats it up like a little combustion oven. And so it's a little bit lower temperature than putting it under direct flame. So it doesn't burn through the terpenes as quickly and as aggressively. Um, and it vaporizes the flower, so it's a lot less aggressive on the lungs and the throat, but you get, um, you hold on to a little bit more of those goodies that are, that are in the plant. It tastes better. It's not as hard oh, yeah. on your, your lungs. It's, there's a cheap version of this that just has the cartridges and that pen's like $15. That's what I had. And so I was in Oregon. And so for me, whenever I'm in, in a city or a place, there's a dispensary, I, because different products aren't across state lines. So I, I love just kind of finding, uh, talking to people, finding out, you know, what's, what's popular in that city. So this pen had just kind of uh, come out and, um, or they just gotten them. And so the guy was explaining to me, I'm like, sure, I'll get one. And then I found out it's like $200. Mm, yeah, so not cheap. yeah, it's a $200 smoking device, which means <laughs> you like to smoke now. But um, so then I bought flour for the first time. So this was two years into my journey with cannabis where I'd smoked in a couple joints 
never really enjoyed that, um, drew out the flavors or any of that stuff. And now I'm like mm. understanding why people are still buying this stuff illegally when this is like $70 yeah. for an eighth. Um, you grind it up and you put it in here. And then my wife says it does smell. So there's even a little container. Smellproof. Fanciness. But um, I don't smoke flour every day now, but I found compared to... Yeah, all the other stuff like there's there's something special about holding it mm -hmm. about having it in your hands about grant just the whole process of um and then just all the differences yeah. you know um all the different strains um all the different things the, the different effects so um but i get it that this to me took a while for you this is all you had growing up so wherever your inner introduction to cannabis is um maybe we'll do that on one episode let's talk about we actually did this video but our last videographer well we won't talk about that so <laughs> we didn't have audio on it so okay. we'll we'll do that okay. but on this episode let's talk about this track okay cool what are we doing a bit what do uh explain this all right well we're being disruptive really is what we're doing so we're going to mj bizcon and our intention is to just disrupt and, and have a conversation about this idea that cannabis is spiritual. And so it's not technically our, our audience, I don't think, or the people that we really believe will resonate with this message, but I think just the concept of going and showing up in a space that's talking all about cannabis is for money and cannabis is a business and cannabis is like, you know, all of these different avenues of it, which is great, but like there's something really important that we're missing. And so we're going to have a booth and we're giving out these tracks. And this was inspired by... Um, obviously all of Craig's years in ministry, but this idea that, you know, you walk in somewhere and they're giving out little Bible tracts or little gospel versions of just like the four books of the gospel or whatever. And so we just wanted to have something tangible that was entertaining and pretty and cool and fun to look at and just something that was weird and unique that was, that would get people at least to take a minute and pause and to think about this idea of cannabis being more than what we're viewing it right now. Yeah. And my previous job or ministry I handed out I've handed out over 200,000 Bibles at porn conventions that say Jesus loves porn stars uh, you can google that and read all about it that years ago was too hot for any Bible publisher to actually allow us to print that on a cover and so that was ABC World News Tonight Time Magazine all over me just trying to hand out a Bible that had truth on the cover but it was like too truth it was too too much so anyways we, we still are doing that that ministry and what i found is if it works once in one industry it'll probably work again and so that thought of like we're not going to to bizcon just talking about christian cannabis we're not talking about a specific brand that we're building we just want to introduce this this category of spirituality and we want to talk about that and when i came up with this idea of a track I thought people would get it. Instead, I'm like, well, there isn't enough Jesus in this track. Why, why isn't there Bible verses in this track? This feels new agey. This feels like, wait, are you talking to other people now besides Christians? <laughs> like, and then to the point of like, like I said in a previous episode, the, the firm that had represented me for, for years said, this is too far now. Mm. So that's where we wanted to, to kind of dive into this because I don't think this is too far and I don't know what's too crazy about this. Our intent is to simply try and, I don't even use the word dumb down, but 
really simple language. Um, my daughter's 14. She, her dad's been a pastor her whole life. She's been to more church than most people. And she's like, Dad, I read the whole Bible the other day. It's like never been interesting to her. And she read a kid's Bible with her best friend. And it was all pictures. And then she's telling me about all the stories. And that was really like the inspiration of like these tracks used to be simple. Um, you know, I think the message of, of God, of, of Jesus is really simple. Um, and even this cannabis stuff isn't overcomplicated. So let's just simplify this. So you can go to cannabisispiritual.com. You can see this whole thing, thing track, and you can even download that. You can share it to a friend um, and you can download the guided meditation that comes at the end of it. So give us your email. Colette will then email you every day for the rest of your life. <laughs> That's not true. Don't tell them that. They won't sign up. <laughs> you only wrote, how many emails did you write for them? Like, um, I wrote eight emails. Yeah. So you get eight in a row. Um, and if you want to get more emails, then there's always more to come. But <laughs> <laughs> yes, I put some, some effort into creating just some dialogue around where this comes from and why, how we got to this kind of end point. So we're kind of, you know, working backwards to give you the end point and then kind of walking you through how we got there. So yeah. So why don't you read it, and then we'll stop and, um, yeah, let's okay. go from there. To be clear, we don't worship the plant. We just think it's really great. Cannabis is a tool, a teacher, a gentle guide for inner exploration. Spirituality is a journey from confusion to wisdom, from unconsciousness to consciousness. Okay, so a tool and a teacher. Mm -hmm. I, I said, I don't, we're never saying that cannabis is the hero, cannabis is the guide. Mm -hmm. Cannabis is, is something that um, we're not giving it all the credit, we're not giving it, the, we're not worshiping it, mm -hmm. but. Um, we don't need cannabis oh, in a spiritual practice. Okay. You don't need it, nobody okay. does it. You, you don't need to have it. And so I think that's an important approach to have because it's a tool. It can yes. help you, okay. but you don't need it. And so any spiritual practice can exist without it, of course. But just like, you know, you don't need a electric screwdriver when you're building a piece of furniture. It sure does make it easier. Yeah, it yeah. sure does yeah, make it more <laughs> that, pleasant. That, that but you could sit there and crank it out if you wanted to the old fashioned okay. way, or you could just use the tools that have been given to you to yeah. do something more efficiently and effectively. Okay, so you wrote a, a teacher, a not teacher. the teacher. Mm. Some would say, some, some people do think when we're talking about spirituality, we're talking about the worship of these plants. No. Well, I just think that's so silly. You know, honestly, I do. I think that it's a teacher that was given to us by God, okay. right? So it's just something that has been put on this earth for our benefit. Yeah. A desire of the heart to find the truth. This is about spirituality. We all need a little help on our journey. And is that, there's a photo of you, like, uh, canoeing? <laughs> no. <laughs> that's not me. Okay. Spirituality is an understanding of one's connection to a higher power, to source, or to God. Cannabis is an entheogen. Entheogen is a compound, typically plant medicine, that elevates your states of consciousness. Craig is not doing a good job on this screen right now. Wow, it's really... It I'll just, I could do it from memory. It elevates your states of consciousness and gives one a felt understanding of their unity with God. That's good. I'm going to send that to our web guy to make sure he corrects <laughs> that. Do that. So, okay, this one, explain this. 
So entheogen is a word that describes other plants, including cannabis, other plant medicines that sort of remove this veil of illusion that is the separateness between you and God. And so it's a term that was coined to describe that specific experience, that it elevates your consciousness out of this humanly realm so that you can have an experiential understanding of how intimately in unison you are with God. Okay. And so people asked us um, on this, oh, you're, you have, why, why even bring this in? You're controversy enough. You're, you're controversial enough. We brought in this because it's truth. Like we didn't bring in this to say um, any, like this is a plant that has these benefits and there are other plants or are other vines. There are other, I mean, things that aren't even called plants that grow from this earth mm -hmm. that have this, that somehow we've, I mean, we went to the Museum of Weed and we've seen what society has done, but right. is this why people are scared? Is this what, or? I think people are scared of anything that they don't understand and that they've been told is wrong or bad. And so instead of taking a little bit of extra time to doing some research, they just shut the door completely. Okay. And so when it comes to entheogens, which is all plant medicine, so that includes psilocybin, that includes ayahuasca, that includes um, 5-MeO-DMT, which is actually is not even a plant, it's from a frog. You know, there's all these other compounds that exist in this category of entheogens, but like cannabis is also one of them. So and that the key factor is that it removes the veil of illusion of separateness. And that is, you know, that's in scripture when the veil was torn, yeah. right? This idea that there was a point that there was separation between God and people. And so that's, you know, part of this thing. And so it's like, no, we're not trying to be more controversial here. We're trying to educate people on a, on a, on a topic that has been demonized and vilified for no other good reason yeah. except for political agenda. So we're not trying to poke any buttons, but I would say if we're poking your buttons, then that's exactly what you should be investigating yeah. within yourself. Like, why are we so offensive to you? Yeah, <laughs> yeah and just because, and so cannabis, yeah, it's, on, it's in the category of, of now other plants and drugs that are on the scheduled one list. Right. Um, and so, yeah, if, if cannabis is still illegal, if these things are illegal in your, you know, where you live, um, to me, that's sad. That's sad mm -hmm. to see we still are in a, in a day and age where we're not doing the research that these other countries are doing on, right. on, on all this. But I think it comes back to the comment that you made about Joe Rogan and what he had posted on his podcast a couple episodes or on his Instagram. Like, we need to have sovereignty over our own being to make decisions for ourselves. If we want to try to use plant medicine to expand our consciousness for whatever reason, it does, you know, for fun, for medicine, or for spirituality, we should have the ability and the authority to make that decision for ourselves. Yeah. And like the, we have now learned that abstinence, the preaching idea of abstinence only and avoidance and never and you're wrong or bad if you do this thing, it doesn't work. Like that paradigm of thought does not work across all avenues. It doesn't work in the sex world. It doesn't work in drugs or in plant medicine. Like if you tell someone that they are forbidden to have this thing, whatever it is, it is by very human nature that they're going to go get that yeah. thing. Yeah. Continuing on with the track. <laughs> okay. Read by Colette Patricia. Cannabis is expansive. It creates space. That space reveals your conditioned beliefs. It disrupts your habitual thought patterns. It expands your awareness. It invites you into a space of unfamiliarity. Okay, so many people. 
say, oh, I don't like cannabis because I'm not in control or I'm mm. fear or, or it's things that are unfamiliar, even discomfort. The amount of people, I mean, my wife and I, we've talked a lot about discomfort and just we're in a world where it's like, I mean, we, 26, I think kids are finally moving out of their house now. Like we're babying our kids. We're picking up, like, it just, we don't handle discomfort at all. Right. And it's just like, no, it's, it's okay. Yeah. Like have a little. It's this actually should required. Be dis- yeah. And cannabis, there should be some, dis- there might be discomfort. It's what, what's the lesson it's going to show you there? Not like, I don't like that. Right. Oh, okay. Like, I don't like that. Like, well, you're freaking like my friend thought he was going to murder his daughter when I gave him cannabis at my house. I have the Cutco knives and he's like, I'm going to kill her tonight. Like, how about if I kill her? How about if I never get back to like reality? And like, he started tripping and I was like, dude, do you want to just have pizza? And I was like, I have a to work on Monday. What do you like? And I was like, are you a paranoid person? He's like, yeah. Yeah, for sure. He's like, I think I'm going to lose it all. Mm-hmm. Like, you have more money than like, what? Like, no, what? And um, you're able to talk sometimes to somebody high and they're able to say things and realizations that then you're like, oh shit, I'm a paranoid person. Right. Like, right. so I did end up sleeping over that, that night. Uh, I rolled up, it was like, I have a lot of high story friends, uh, friend high stories, first timers, yeah. because they've done it at my house. And so I blew up an arrow mattress next to him and his daughter were sleeping in our back house at the time. And then I was like, wait, what happens when like your daughter wakes up? He's like, why is Craig over? <laughs> like, and then I was like, okay, whatever. We're high. We just ought to sleep here to make sure we're all protected. But it was the lesson. And he actually said, I'll never do this again. Mm. And um, yeah, I think he'll be involved in an investor of this company, you know, because he's, he gets it now yeah. that that pushed you. So pushing into well, the unfamiliar. Just, yeah, it's such an important part of any spiritual journey. And so when you talk about a true and genuine awakening or uncovering of your spirit, you're going to be uncomfortable because you have to break through all of the patterns of behavior, all of the thought processes, the personality that you've created based on ego, based on trauma, based on your upbringing, your conditioned beliefs. A spiritual journey is breaking through all of that so that you can reside in your spirit at all times. Mm -hmm. So if you're not comfortable being uncomfortable, then you're never going to get very far. Mm -hmm. And so this idea of like, I don't want to ever use cannabis again because it was uncomfortable that one time, it's like, well, that showed you all the work that you need to do. Like cannabis is an amplifier. So it's only going to increase whatever is already going on for you. So like you said, are you a paranoid person? And he was like, oh yeah, by the way, this is like my deepest fear is that I'm going to lose everything. Well, so instead of just allowing that deepest fear to be in the subconscious, navigating and making decisions for you without your mental awareness, at least now you know it's there. Yeah. And then you can start to do whatever you need to do to work on it. And so, yeah, it's um, the unknown is the uncomfortable is the whole is the whole point. Yeah. Like, that's where you learn about who you truly are. But that's the trick. If you can do what she just said, you should be using cannabis. Cool. It's a teacher. It's a tool. Oh, cool. What do I learn? Oh, okay. For me, like... If I learn to trust God more and not be in my intellect, oh, cool, I don't need to memorize everything. I don't need to do this. I don't need to be in my head about how that's going to go. I just need to show up. Like, I don't need to just be more high all the time. But I think that's the thing. Most people aren't ready. Most people probably aren't listening to this. If you're listening, you probably understand already. A lot of our friends aren't ready for this. 
because they're not ready for the work. Right. They're not ready for the awareness that they'll get um, and go, oh, wow, I, I need to change. Right. Because it's not everybody else around you that you're like, okay, you just, no, you start realizing, oh, wow, what do I need to do better? Yeah. And, all right, keep going. Okay. Uh, in the space and in the mystery, find God. And I mean, oh. we'll talk about this one. So we've, you know, just put a lot of different words that are used across different religions and different spiritualities and different traditions that describe the same entity. And, you know, this pushes a lot of the, if you live in a, in a religious camp, this will push all your buttons. So just know ahead going in before you even watch it, watch it because you know, it's so funny that as human beings, we're so attached to language. It's the most important thing of our existence. It was the, the, the separating or defining factor in our evolution that took us from animal into like humanity is our ability to develop language. And we put words on everything so that we can understand it because that is how our brains work. However, you cannot understand the entity that is God in language. It doesn't make sense. We're no. trying to put into words something that cannot be described in words. And so I think this, yeah, maybe this one was a little bit more intentional to like poke some buttons and cause a little bit of disruption, but it's really just like, once you have an encounter with this entity that cannot be described in words, you start to learn that the words actually don't matter as much as we think that they yeah. do. Um, and so that's kind of the point of this. And the words, the language, the circles, the, I, I, just so you hear my heart on this, wasn't to push a button. I actually removed some things on here that I found from friends and family that I'd sent it to, it did push buttons. And so I don't want, and, and I, I can only talk for Christians because I know my Christian friends, like we'll, they, we, t we tend to stop reading. I mean, Kanye says, you know, we're the first to judge. Like if we think we're not talking to us, we'll move on. And when I didn't want, I wanted people to keep reading. Mm -hmm. I also want you to know that like, we're going to MJ BizCon and the world's a lot larger than just our circle. And so to bring a, to just talk to Christians there, it was like, okay, we could do that. But to talk to a wider group of people about cannabis being spiritual, we want to be inclusive in this track of all humanity and all people of what, wherever they were raised or whatever they think they believe in now. I mean, this could expand some of those beliefs, so we don't want you to stop reading. And at the end of the track, we wanna point you to a meditation where you, without a priest, without a pastor, without a, you know anybody else needed, you can be guided into this space with God mm. um, because he's there with you already. You're just maybe not aware of that. So uh, I don't know, this one I was like, why? why so many people were bothered by this i'm i'm just like i think it's interesting too because you're saying that you're you have an audience that is mostly christian which i think is amazing and it's awesome that we're bringing people into this conversation from that camp yeah. but like i kind of want to speak and represent people that either feel completely turned off by people that are of the religion or of any religion or of the christian religion specifically or who have felt like they've been lost and yeah. wandering and seeking something bigger than themselves and Everywhere that they turn, unfortunately, there's not a lot, of, a lot of great representation for Christianity in popular culture amongst people who are not considered or identify as a Christian. And so the point of this for me is it is the same intention. It's like I want everyone to feel included and I want everyone to be able to understand that all 
of what we're saying, the use of cannabis in a spiritual practice, everything using different language and different words for God. It's, it's trying to describe something that we cannot describe in words. And until you have an experiential understanding of that, until you really connect inward in your spirit and know what that means, not just listening to me say it, it doesn't, it won't really land fully until yeah. you have that type of experience. So, yeah. And so, yeah, whether it's my old Christian friends, whether it's our camp, a new camp, a Catholic group, like, I think the more you get into this space, the more you realize one, like Colette said, language doesn't matter. And um, although we've thought it mattered for so long and it meant so much. And it's just like, man, this is a message that is open to anyone. And it is, it's less about these, you know, religious rules and and restrictions. So um, we put a lot of different names for God. That's a a long way to say that. And we gotta gotta wrap this up, so. When used with intention and respect, cannabis is spiritual. It shows you a side of you, let's see here. It shows you a side of, of you that you've never seen before. A side of you that is divine. Cannabis quiets the noise. It supports you as you let go into inner stillness. Plant medicine illuminates you from within. Cannabis, like other entheogens and psychedelics, removes the veil of illusion. It transcends separateness and negates duality. If you let it, it will connect you first to yourself and then to God. God is inside you. You just have to be quiet enough to feel the power. Okay, so that one. People are going to say, if you've said a prayer, he's inside of you. If. Well, if, I, if, yeah, if, if, if yeah. you read the track, <laughs> yeah. if I do believe this, cannabis will show you that what you thought is over there is truly could be in here. Mm. And once you figure that out, there isn't a need for constant, you know, grabbing of what, you know, this and that and information and like, you know, it, you know, it's there. And you don't have to sit at five services all day on a Sunday and in the front row and shout down the pastor um, and retweet everything um, that you're reading and learning. Like, you, you, you have it in you. And I think that, for me, inside my Christian faith of friends, they don't get. Mm. That, like, this is, avail- this is here now. And that's where it's like, well, Craig, you can't say this. It's like, yeah. it's like you need us. And it's like, no, our faith says that this is like God is inside of you and he's here for for everybody Mm -hmm. yeah and the the language that I use that I was given to share is that basically the energy of God is your soul it's your spirit and it animates your being and so everything about you the way that you move your personality the way that you love the life force that exists inside of your body that is God. It's actually God. So when you can learn how to sit still with cannabis in your system and you start feeling the energy as it moves through the body, you can start to conceptually understand this energy in a way that makes you aware of the fact that God literally is as intimately a part of your being as your breath. It is as close to your center as any other bodily system. And so even in this concept that God lives in my heart or Jesus lives in my heart as if he's in a house in my heart and it's separate from me. He's building me a house. (laughs) I have two stories. No, it's like the energy of God animates who you are. It animates your being. And once you feel that and you know that as truth, then all of a sudden fear, you know, it, it moves. 
So don't take our word, word for it. Find out for yourself. Consume cannabis. Quiet the mind and feel the body. Connect to God and heal your soul. So, you know, all of this points back to God. God's the healer. The plant is not the healer itself, but it can point you to the direction of your source of healing. So sit with it. Open the track. Open the meditation. Um, it's about 25, 35. I don't, I don't know how long it is. How long? However long you need it to be. Uh, you'll see Colette there on the screen. Uh, we were participating in the room on that. Um, you can take cannabis or you don't even need to take cannabis. Um, oh, I wish I would do the meditation, if, but I can't do cannabis. Then just do the friggin' meditation mm. and see what shows up. Yeah. Uh, my kids didn't take cannabis to do this. They actually had, uh, my son had a profound experience in the meditation. So um, if cannabis is available for you, we go do it. Enjoy and, and let us know. Um, love to hear your thoughts. For sure. But we gotta get out of here. It's only getting weirder from here. All right, thanks for watching and listening. Thank you.